This show is intended for mature audiences. Topics of adult content, triggers, and explicit language may be discussed with or without warning. All thoughts and opinions belong to our hosts and do not reflect the original creator's own intentions. Spoilers for the book will be discussed, and while most discussion will revolve around the picked book, we do not guarantee there will be no spoiler warnings for other books or series. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Biblio Madness, everyone. Grab a drink, grab a cozy snack. We're going to sit down today, and we're going to discuss a favorite book of mine, and we're going to go in a little bit further. If you're new here, welcome. If you've watched before, welcome back. We're very glad you're here. We definitely want to know your book recommendations, so don't forget to comment them, and don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification button so you do know about when we post. It's always on Monday at 10 a.m. if you forget, but the notification does help. <laughs> also, I'm Rachel, your host, and this is... I'm Lakin. We did it backwards this time. It's going to be okay. We switch it up. Keep you guys on your toes. Okay? <laughs> That's how we like to say it. Now, Lakin, do you want to tell us what book we're diving into? Yes. So, we are going to be discussing um, Crave by Tracy Wolf. Um, we'll be getting into this uh, fantastical world of absolutely captivated both of us. <laughs> I am very excited for Crave, uh, talking about it, because I'm not going to lie, so far, my favorite book of the year that I have read. So everyone settle in as we discuss the spellbinding world of Crave by Tracy Wolf, Mm -hmm. a thrilling fantasy romance that's captured the hearts of many readers, including mine. And mine. (laughs) I love it too. (laughs) You say that. But people who've watched the top five of the year already know you've ranked it the lowest on that bar. But it still made it into my top five. It says something. <laughs> my heart still breaks on that, and I'm not going to think about it too much because I love Crave, honestly. But we're going to dive in, go in a little bit discussion about the writing, the writing style, how readability, the characters, the story-ish. I don't want to spoil too much because I feel bad spoiling books, but we do that here. We spoil books. So yeah. maybe don't listen to part of the cast. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to tell you not to listen. Go read the book and then come back and listen. Or if you like to know what's happening before you read a book, like me, listen away and then enjoy all of the details when you read it. Yes. <laughs> all right. So where do you want to start? Do you want to start with first impressions? We can. So, first impressions of the book. Um, We went into this book hearing that it was, like, Twilight. And I feel like a lot of people hear that, that this is, like, Twilight. It's because of the book art. I'm not going to lie. It's the book art that got it. Because I have Twilight and Crave sitting behind Lakin right now, and they both look very similar. The book art does look like it. And I honestly, like, I don't feel like it's anything reminiscent of Twilight. No. Um, Sorry to Twilight fans out there. I do not like the Twilight books. I think the writing style is not great. (laughs) Um, Bad angst. Yeah. Teenage angst. Um, Like the text messages me and Lakin read earlier because we found text messages of me and my husband when we were 15 and 17 and babe was the word to use when you're a teenager. So that was cringy. I feel like it's on the same level for me personally, but Twilight's also nostalgic. Yeah, I feel like that's the that's the key thing for like Twilight for me is it has a comfy yep. nostalgic feel. But um, I would say that it's not really that reminiscent. The only thing 
similar is the vampires and werewolves. Like, the paranormals are the only thing really similar. And that's only two of the paranormals that we touch in Crave. Yes. So, for me, first impressions after reading it, I thought it sounded... This book came out in 2020. Just reference that everyone here. Tracy Wolf hammered out six books since 2020, and that's astounding. That is, and that's not on top of everything like, else. Un- I feel like that's unheard of. That's so, crazy. <laughs> that's amazing. Great job, Tracy. But for this book specifically, I had no thoughts besides the whole Twilight vibe going into this. So I was mm-hmm. like, it's about vampires. It's about werewolves. Cool. It's going to be a school about vampires and werewolves. Not at all even close to no, what I got. No. I freaked the frick out. Yeah. When I found out what this book was about. So, yeah, I mean, the, I, went, we, I went into this book as well yeah. just thinking vampires and werewolves. And the first hint of that is, like, really early on yep. that they hint at this, like, because I guess for a little bit of context, if you've not read the book, the book follows Grace Foster, who is, um, how old is she, like, 17 in this book? Yeah, she's a senior. She's 17. Um, so she moves to this boarding school in Alaska, right? Okay, so... The story is told through Grace's point of view, and she's an outsider in this new world, you know, yep. common trope. But, um, yeah, so if we find out pretty quickly on, like, there's hints of things being not the way they, you know, seem, and um, the different paranormals are even hinted at really early on. Yeah, you figure out pretty quickly that this is not a normal school, like, almost immediately so that's not really a spoiler i also read the back of the book yeah but for me <laughs> sorry if that was a little salty it's fine um for me the books were very reminiscent of the same kind of atmosphere of harry potter but there was also something else that it reminded me of almost to a t oh my goodness yes we... and that is let me just we're gonna go into a little bit of the first chapter ish of crave and you go in and you see and you meet Grace, which is our main character. It's a point of view that we're getting. You meet Grace. She going to she goes to the school. She gets in. Everyone is almost like immediately you meet Jackson, who's like in her face, like, this is dangerous. You need to leave. And they're yeah. like, okay, like back off. We're just at boarding school. Calm down. Okay. Doesn't know what's going on. But then she gets up and she meets her um, cousin, Macy who's mm-hmm. another one of the main characters, and she has bright hair, and she's super cheerful. And you also meet Macy at the airport, too, because I forgot about that, because they took yeah, the snowmobile. Yeah, we meet Macy first. And she's super happy. Bright hair, super outgoing. And then after all this, like, just to get the point across of what this vibe is for this castle and this boarding school, we went up to their rooms and like at the first the all of the gothic scenery, the gargoyles that yeah. were on the castle, <laughs> all of these things were ticking something in my brain. I was like, I've seen this before. I don't know how I've seen this castle. I've never read this book. I don't know anything <laughs> about this book. How have I seen this castle? It's not like Hogwarts. Hogwarts is big. It's a castle, but there's not like gargoyles and it's not gothic. And I kept those like, what, what is this from? Mm-hmm. And then it was farther as we go. And when we see Macy in their bedroom, where right. it's split. Yeah, and one half is, like, decked out in the rainbows yeah. and the colors and all of that. The crystals and all of the things. And I was just like, holy crap, this is Wednesday, Adams. Yeah. The, the show. <laughs> this is just Wednesday. They're at the school that Wednesday had. And then I look it up, and lo and behold, the Crave community, which is very small, mind you, which is so 
It is heartbreaking. This is an <laughs> underrated book. 100% underrated because it is an amazing book and I have not been able to put the books down. Yes. And I'm going to cry when they're over. But Macy and these characters are so like Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It's not even funny where the Crave community was like, yeah, Tracy could have probably sued Netflix for right. how much ideas were stolen from Crave. Because Wednesday didn't come out until 2022. And I had to, and I broke the rules. I'm sorry. I texted Lincoln. Yeah, we, we talked <laughs> about this book a little bit before. This, yep. So that, that that should just be a clue to how good this book is. We couldn't keep it down. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't withhold information. I was freaking out. And I also couldn't stop talking about it. And my husband was like, why are you telling me all of these bad jokes? And I was like, well. Oh, yeah, well, the bad jokes. They were my so, favorite. Another, like, another impression that we get from Tracy's books, or yeah. at least this one anyways, we've read two so far, but this one is the banter and oh. her writing style is, yes, it's, it's very good. This I is, was so giddy. Yeah, I know. The banter between Grace and um, Jackson, you know, the bad boy of the school. Yeah, she does have a lot of banter with other people, too. She does. Like, the conversations alone, like, flow. The, so her writing style is very good. It's very easy. It's very easy to read. Um, but it's also, it feels very organic to me. Like yeah. it's not forced. But um, the banter between her and Jackson in the first book had me like, like you said, like giggling and kicking my feet. <laughs> like this is it was, it was just it was sweet. It was cute. So first impressions of this book, I feel like for both of us was Gothic Castle School Hogwarts vibes bunch of different paranormals this is a this is a spooky august cozy read i'm gonna get me some chai tea or a nice warm coffee i'm gonna sit down on a rainy day i'm gonna curl up in a blanket i'm gonna read this book and i'm not gonna put it down no i i have not i have not been able to think about anything but reading these books since we started them yep and i have 20 pages left of one book and if i do not finish it i'm gonna freak out (laughs) and it's already late you guys can see that it's dark in here because we had a film later in the day and it's like nine o'clock right now so i'm gonna be staying up and i'm gonna try to finish this book and <laughs> I, I hope you do i don't know if it's gonna happen but i'm gonna try because i also have to edit all of this but we'll see what happens <laughs> but first impressions were oh my god for me when i read this like the first halfway through i was like this is gonna be a five-star book yeah and then also that. is this series gonna be a six-star series because i am a huge fan of hogwarts for all of those that can't see on youtube well for the YouTubers, so you can see, but everyone else. I have behind us a bookshelf of all of my first edition Harry Potter books that were gifted to me, as well as my paperbacks of Harry Potter, as well as my wands of Harry Potter from Universal, and like a mug. Like, I have obsession with Harry Potter, and then I found Crave, and I was like, ooh, a new obsession. All the vibes. All of the right but vibes. With more. <laughs> oh, yes, but with more. With more romance, with more character more conversation i i honestly said this and i said this was this was hard for me to say that i might like crave more than i like harry potter yeah like crave is the high schooler harry potter harry potter is middle school Mm -hmm. we're not gonna lie yeah that's that's another thing about this series um for those of you that don't know it is a ya it's ya right now so it's ya adult adult. i would say ya adult because they do cuss a lot and they do have a lot of innuendos to other things yeah that's not typically in ya I would say it's towards the older end of it. Definitely not middle school. Yeah, it's definitely, like, early college, late high school, 
which for me, I love those kinds of books. I'm not going to lie. I love, yeah. like, this is middle school book. I love this book. I grew up with this book. It's nostalgic for a lot of us. We all know the Potter fans. We're all out there. But the Crave series, if you love Harry Potter, recommend the Crave series immediately. The banter, yeah. the writing styles, the readability. The chapters are short. Also, can I mention that? I love and hate. Love for the reason that I always feel like I'm achieving something. The oh, yeah. achiever in me loves it. This, um, yeah, if you like the instant gratification, not the instant, if you like the gratification of finishing chapters, um, this, this series is really good for it. She has really short chapters, um, which ends up adding up because her books aren't oh, short. <laughs> no, they're not short. They're like 700 pages. But she gives you the achiever, so you don't want to put the yeah. book down. And that's what made it feel like, because I text, I told Lake in this, I was like, it feels like I'm speed reading. Yeah, because you end up like 70, 80 chapters in before you know it. And yeah, you're and you're like, like sprinting. <laughs> and you're just like, wait, how is this happening? So, like, I'm at 70 chapters? Okay, let's just keep going. Yep. Like, I don't <laughs> stop. So, with all of that being our first impressions, now we get to talk about the characters that we have. So, do you want to name off the main characters that we have in the school? Yes. So, we have our Grace. Um, she is, I don't know, how how should we how should we describe Grace? I would say, in my words, um, she's a strong female protagonist. I like, she has had a lot of bad stuff happen to her that we find out. Um, she comes to Catmere because her parents had died the month before. Yeah. So, she's in the midst of this gigantic move to the middle of nowhere freaking Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Um, with a bunch of people she doesn't know, she's only going to stay with her uncle and her cousins. So, you know, like, this is a huge, momentous life changing It's a big transition to After go she's lost her parents. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't allow herself to really feel weak, and she doesn't allow herself to, I don't know, really feel sorry for herself. Like yeah, she, she's she really good about yep. which I mean she does have a moment where she comes to these feelings that she's been pushing away. She does I, she does do that a little bit. Because we are human. <laughs> um that was a little bit relatable from Grace. But um she does have I don't know what what is the word I'm looking for? Um she I don't, she's I, in my word, she's a strong protagonist. I'm um, trying to think of the word she's like she's strong, but she's also very independent. But also, she did, she bottles. Yeah, she does bottle. She's a she cares about everyone else, and their like she not their really opinions, yeah. but like cares about them as people. One thing, and what one thing I do like about Grace a lot is that she, I mean, a lot of times you fall into this pitfall of strong female protagonist, yeah. and it's like this bad a who doesn't you know doesn't have any feelings, doesn't care about anybody. But that's not that's not how it is no. with Grace. She is very caring and very loving of the people around her. And she's also, like, I don't know, she leans into, like, her feminine side a lot yeah. in the book. I will say she's a little naive, though. She is a little naive. A little naive. She is only, like, a teenager, though. We have yeah. to remind ourselves of that. I know. I keep was... aging the characters up in my oh, mind. Oh, yeah, same. I aged them up to 20 so quickly. They're, I like, was college like... age in my head. <laughs> I was like, I feel weird about having a crush on a 17-year-old. Anytime I read anything, like, <laughs> YA, or any, like, anytime I read something where the characters are younger than me, oh, yeah, you they're, like, dramatically up. younger than me, uh, they are aged up. Yeah, if they're 11, they're 11 in the books. We're not <laughs> creepy, okay? 
if they're like 18 in the books, we're like, okay. Oh, no, you're like 20, 22. You're 25. You're 25. Just boop, boop, 25. Cool. I don't want to feel old. I'll feel old so quickly. Uh, I know. Don't think about age when you read books unless they're children. Unless they're very, very children. Like, if 17, 18, 18 children, but I don't know. We're not 18's that not far a child. from 18's not a child. Jackson's 18. Yeah, he Jackson's is. 18. Well, is he? Is he? But he's 18. He looks, he how, looks like he's 18. How long have you been 18, Jackson? <laughs> how, how long? How long, man? Jackson's 18, and Hudson, who died, was in his 20s, right? It, Equivalent, yeah. Yeah. Hudson was in his 20s when he died, which we, was... We don't really know much about Hudson. No, we do book, know though. that he was 20, though. Yeah, but I was saying we don't know much about him in this book. No, all we know is he died, because Hudson was with... Leah, and Leah's like crazed over this guy. She got some problems. Yeah, we we meet Leah. We meet Leah pretty early on, um, at the welcoming party actually when Grace yeah runs away from the house. We get all the other characters, which I'm gonna throw out their names pretty quickly because we Grace is one of the main characters, so we wanted to go into a little depth depth. But then we have Macy, her cousin, the very fun, very bright, vibrant girl who's just like um the roommate that Wednesday had and then you have Clint who is very good looking very popular very funny yeah he's the other popular guy he's quirky but not like quirky in a bad way I don't think there's a bad way to be quirky but he's like really fun energetic athletic built strong guy that you meet almost right off the bat then you have Leah who is also interestingly like Always wants to drink tea, which yeah, I don't know what that's a big, about. Big tea drinker. Um, and then you have her uncle. So those are all your main characters, and then we also have Jackson, which he and Grace's banter throughout the whole book was just so entertaining for us to read throughout the whole yeah. thing. But also Jackson is like the perfect guy, to the point where I I did not fall for the perfection personally. <laughs> Because I was like, he's too good to be true. Mm-mm. Too good. And he's still getting better. And I don't understand why somebody can be like this good and be right off the bat with you. So, yeah. Don't trust it. Still don't trust it right now. I've yeah. not been shown otherwise, but I do not trust it. So I'm just putting it out there. I don't believe it. Yeah. I got some theories about this book. We'll go into that later. But we'll go into the fantasy elements because we got our characters. So what did you think about the fantasy elements of it all? So, I guess as a big fantasy reader myself, um, there are, this isn't like, a, I wouldn't call this, this is no way high fantasy. No. Um, it is very unique, though. I feel like in the way that it takes place in our current timeline. Like, like yeah. you said, this was written in 2020, and it was like based off of that time. Um, I keep reverting the time back in my head yeah. to like medieval, you know, like the medieval times <laughs> and like more fantasy style settings um, that you normally see in fantasy. And then like something will happen where they're playing like watermelon sugar by Harry Styles, oh, yeah. which actually happens in the book. <laughs> the Harry Styles moments just made me laugh, and then also come to the realization of I'm old. <laughs> yeah. So like these moments would happen, and it'd be like, oh yeah, it's it's a. Uh, in today's world. <laughs> when it wasn't One Direction and it was just Harry Styles, I was like, oh dang. Yeah, oh, we've, dang. we've missed the, the bandwagon. 
dragon there so it's like whoops um so yeah i would yeah it's unique in the way that it takes place in the modern world and the thing that sets it apart from like like we said twilight and other plague games yeah is um it's not just vampires and werewolves we find out i don't really think this is a spoiler no it's not a spoiler. we find out quickly um well, kind of quickly. I don't know. Like we said, we both blew through this book, so it kind yeah. of jumbled together. We're not going through and diving into every single detail of this book, because I don't feel like I want to spoil the banter. Yeah. I just want to talk about what the book is. Like, yeah. I know we've spoiled a lot of other books, but this one you need you need to read. There might be slight spoilers, like but, what I'm about to say, but yeah. at the same time, it's not that bad. Anyway. So, it's not just a cookie cutter, like, vampires versus werewolves yeah. in this book. We find out that there is a whole world of paranormal creatures, like... Oh, yeah. Um, Full-on supernatural stuff Yeah, like, and or if you've read the Mortal Instruments, like, yes. all the legends are true kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Um, there's, like, a whole bunch of other things. There's sirens, there's yep. warlocks and witches, there's dragons. All of the things. Um, Fairies. Fairies. They succubus. All of the things. Yeah, they they had a they said that um the school in Los Angeles was like a succubi. Yeah, there's like specialization in so many schools. Yeah, Catmere specializes in the vampires, werewolves, witches, and dragons. So that comes to my conclusion of why I was talking about it being a little bit better than Harry. It's because it's not just warlocks and witches, which I do love a warlock and witch focused book, but I like the inclusivity. Oh, yeah. That Crave offers. This, and, creatures. and talking about inclusivity, um, there is a lot of inclusivity in this book. And I feel like sometimes so fantasy books can fall into the pitfalls of having trouble with inclusivities. Yeah. Um, that's not the case in her books. Um, we have a wide range of characters in all yeah. different um, diverse groups. Oh, yeah. They're all very diverse. And they're all very well written. Like, sometimes you read stuff and you're just like, ooh, this no. is a little cringy. Yeah. But no, um, they're all very well written. All the characters are. No, this book was very, very, very well written. It was such an easy read. Yes, and I, I mean, I quickly fell in love with, like, each and every character, like, side character that she introduced in Grace's yep. life. Not the bad ones. Um, she did a good job of making the a-holes a-holes. <laughs> but, True that. Uh, True that. <laughs> all of the characters that you meet that Grace ends up befriending and loving herself, like, it was very easy to also love them. Yeah. care about them but this book also did like again when i said wednesday stole a lot of things it did because um like the whole and wednesday a secret group was after the main character was after wednesday in this book we have a same similar situation yeah basically grace is just going to this school has no idea what's happening she's meeting all these people jackson's weird as get out she meets him a few times. The strawberry scene was interesting. Yeah, even, even Jackson <laughs> later, like, admits that he doesn't know what he was doing. He said he was doing it. So there's, there's a strawberry scene in the welcome party, and he just, like, seductively eats a strawberry. And he's hot, one-off. Dark hair, tall, buff. He's got a cool scar down his side of his face. Yeah, he's Mr. hot. bad guy. The whole school fears him. Everybody's yeah. telling Grace to... Stay away. People walk in a hallway with him, like, three feet away from him. There's yeah. a circle surrounding this guy. The, the seed parts for this man. It's weird, but he's hot. We yeah. also find out, though, that he's royalty, so oh, that, yeah. that's a, another reason for the dislike people. I don't think that's the only reason, though. No, but... it's not. 
<laughs> Most of it was people were terrified oh, yeah. of him. <laughs> but, like, this school also had a lot of earthquakes, which is really strange for Alaska. When I was reading, I was like, Alaska doesn't have that many earthquakes, but okay, we'll just go through it. But he was, like, eating this strawberry in front of her, and I was like, like, oh, my God, are you? And he, like, bites into it the way they read it. I was just like, oh, my our, God. <laughs> our lovely little naive Grace runs from this scenario. Oh, yeah, she runs. She, I would run if, I'm sorry, if I caught my husband lounging on a chair, looking all attractive, and then just, like, full-on grabs the strawberry and lowers it to his mouth and bites it seductively and looks at me, just staring at me the whole time, I'd be out. I'd yeah, be like, ah, yeah, no. No. <laughs> in this scenario also... In this scenario also, um, Grace is... And this is, like, a recurrent thing yeah. um, in the books, is that everybody is staring at her. Everybody is watching her. I forgot about that being a big part was every like every all eyes every person was looking at her the entire time i felt so like shelter me yeah. i don't want to be seen the just don't look at me the wallflower in me was yeah. like called at this like i would I, I don't know if i could have done it grace props to you um i would have <laughs> curled up and died in my shoes <laughs> i'd have been like i had that much attention <laughs> i'm like hey guys i would have probably danced i would have just been like hey hey let's go what's no? Okay, cool. Uh, All right. You've watched, <laughs> tried you've to watched kill New Girl, right? I know you yeah. have. Um, if anybody out there, I, all I can imagine is like the awkward Nick Miller dance. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would totally pull that. I'd just be like, hey, no, we're not into it. Cool. I don't know why you're all looking at me. I'm not that interesting. Yeah, Grace doesn't know why she's interesting either, though. Ain't nobody knows. So, the further we get down, Jackson is flirting, not flirting, bantering, conversating, kind of, like, getting as close as he can, but also, Grace is just trying to get involved in the school. So, she meets Flint and Macy, and Flint wants to go to a snowball fight, and they're like, alright, let's do it. So, they go down the snowball fight, and she's like, I can invite Jackson, and they're like, he won't come, because apparently there's a tiff between everybody. Yeah, there's, like, this huge turf war going on between the, um, the different, like, races of paranormals in the school. Yeah. Um, we find out, and, like, nobody wants to associate with, like, the other, the other group. The other groups. Um. At all. Yeah, so, and then, so she's inviting Jackson, and there's this, like, uh, this tension and, like, turf war against yep. Jackson and Flint that we find out pretty quickly. The whole time. Like, they're both trying to stake claim pretty quickly on this new girl, because she's the new girl at the school. Yeah, they're staking their claim on her. Which is weird. I don't like being The marked. two most popular guys in the school, by the way. That, just, that's, like, a, yeah. a thing that keeps being brought up, is that, like, these are the two the most popular guys. These are the it guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what it is about me, but if the two it guys were coming at me, I'd be like, all right, no. No. <laughs> Where's? Can I go somewhere else? Anywhere else? You are both attractive and beautiful, but you're too good looking for me. I don't need that. I don't need. I don't need to be worried about how I look every day of my life looking at you. So <laughs> I'm gonna go over here. Who do we got? What's his name? Mark. Marky. Mecky. 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 I love him. Mecky, so I'm here much. for you. Let's go. Jackson's best friend for yeah. Yeah, I would take Mecky and I'd just be gone. I'd be like, he's hot. 
But he's not that hot. Yeah, and he's he's also like funny and charming and caring. Also, can we can we talk about how every male in this book is described as like model status hot? All of them are attractive. Grace even admits it as like to like did these did they pull their student roster out of like the model yeah. agency? Um, but in the snowball fight, like this is when we start getting like the plot story of the the situation where. People are trying to... Grace is just clumsy, A. B is just bad luck because her parents died and now everything in the world's trying to kill her. Or three, something's out to get her. So she was in a snowball fight. They climb up a tree. Flint takes her up there. And then it starts to get really, really windy. At yeah, this time, we gets... don't know about like paranormals or anything. Yeah. Uh, she gets knocked out of the tree. Um, Flint catches her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cute. And then we have Jackson show up. And oh my gosh, can I say how much I loved the scene with Jackson? The this snowball is, scene? This is the scene where I like, I was like, ooh, ooh you fangirl? I you fangirl crushing over the bit. same boy over here. Because he comes all in like, uh, you know, like, a who did this to you? Like, you know, who dared to like hurt you kind of way? And I was like, oh, this is it. And, yeah, he this comes in for me. and then Becky and all of his friends come behind him because they're in the, what was it they call the it? Order. The Order. So don't, that was like a click that we figured out. Macy was like, they're in the Order. And we're like, what the fuck is the Order? Also, by the way, I should, we go back to Grace naive, naivety a little yeah. bit. Um, the fact that Jackson's friend group was called the Order should have been like the biggest clue that this wasn't a normal group of high school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So quickly. Also, who doesn't want to play snowball fights? Because there's a tiff in the groups, and everyone's already segregated throughout the groups. And we didn't go in the fact that everyone's dressed in specific clothes types to go with their faction. Oh, yeah. The different groups kind of have, like, they're very similar. Like, they dress kind of the same. So it's kind of easy to tell, like, who belongs to what group. Yeah. Um, But, like, that also should have been a dead giveaway because we watch a lot of a group of gothic people dressed in black. And then you have a group of, like, hippie-looking people dressed in crystals. <laughs> and you got a group of, like, tough dudes wearing sweatpants and t-shirts. Like, yeah, it's gotta trigger something. Maybe. Maybe a little I bit. I feel like it would. I, uh, but maybe not. Uh, finishing up on the snowball scene, uh, before I get into this next point. Uh, yeah, so this is where I started to really like Jackson. Yeah. His overprotectiveness over Grace was like, you like the overprotectiveness? I told you I like it in fictional sense. I'm like, okay. I like it in this sense. Because he's um, actually like, you know, life or death. Yeah, it was a protectiveness. Okay. Not really. This wasn't overprotectiveness yet. Um, them telling her, like, not to trust the other guys or be around, like, that was overprotective. Um, and then, like, Grace gets hurt falling out of the tree. And she can't walk. Yeah. And so Jackson notices, even though she's trying to be a tough girl. Oh, I forgot about this, but now I remember. And he, like, bridal style carries her <laughs> back to her room. I and know. that was it for me. Like, you know, the grudging way, After like, the banter and the her fight. Because she's like, no, I'm walking. And he goes, no, you're not. Yeah. And then she tries to fight him, and he goes, stop it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great. Oh, I my was God. swooning a little. I love this book. All right. So that's incident one. Incident two, which one was it? Was it the chandelier or was it something else? Uh, no, it wasn't the chandelier. I think she got she gets. Is it the glass? That was not. 
That was an accident, though. No. this. I think the chandelier is the only thing that's oh, in it. Oh, no. We've, we missed something. What did we um, miss? Even before the snowball fight, um, when she first gets there and, like, her first oh, night the there. Oh, the first, first night. Those two guys that she meets in the hallway, like, are trying to, like, pull a prank on her and throw her out in the Alaskan winter when she's got, like, no clothes. Like, well, she's got clothes she's on. Human. She's human. But she's got, she's like, human. pajama clothes on. And it's, like, sub-zero temperatures out there. And she's human. She's human. Which everybody at the school knows. Yeah. Everyone knows she's human, but she doesn't know what everybody else is. Yeah. <sighs> um, so, yeah, these two guys were going to, like, throw her out in the snow, which would have killed her. Also, um, to give an outfit check, these guys were the sweatpants and t-shirt wearing guys that were buffed. Yeah. Just throw that out there. And the guy that saved her was wearing black clothes. It was Jackson that saved her, And too. it was Jackson. And he has black hair and white skin and black clothes. Yeah. I don't know how I don't know how you could read Twilight and not put two like I don't know. That, yeah. I but, was I knew immediately. Oh speaking of Twilight, okay, so one thing I do love about this book, and what was another impression, is the fact that she doesn't shy away from these tropes. Like she leans into the fact that this is a Twilight esque, that this is um what is it? She even references Legacies, which is, like, the Vampire Diaries yes, spinoff she does, series. she does And Grace Legacies. is talking about it and being like, oh my gosh, I love this show, and Macy's like, do you? Do you love this show? Yeah, it tracks with the vampires. There is, there's another part, I don't know we're hitting a lot of weird, we're not saying streamlined, sorry. No, we're back and forth it's a little bit. It's fine. The book was so good that it all runs together. When he gave her the gift of a Twilight book. That's where I was getting with this, that I he was gifted just, her Twilight. Macy was like, that's so sweet. Yeah, Macy's just <laughs> sitting over there like, oh my gosh, he's trying to tell her and not telling tell her. her. And yeah. Grace is just like, ah, oh, this is an interesting thing for him to pick. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> like, I'm it's sorry. Twilight. <laughs> Ain't nobody that naive. All right. But we have all of these moments. She's the whole school staring at her. We've had a few attempted murders, which we also had. Um, a chandelier scene that also happened. I think that was the peak kind of where it, things start, we yeah. start realizing that. So up until this point, like, Jackson had been telling her, like, uh, you need to get out of here. People are trying to kill you. Yep. And Grace is like, holy crap, who are you to be overprotective and yep. paranoid about this? Like, you're being ridiculous. She didn't believe him. And the chandelier scene. Yeah. Um, we love that. What exact, what, what happened in the chandelier scene? Um, it was in the cafeteria, I remember, with Flint, Yes. Right? Yeah. So, Flint and her, Grace was getting food with Flint at the cafeteria, and she was like, I don't really feel great. Like, and he was like, well, you just go to the table, tell me what you want, and I'll get it, and I'll bring it to you. And she said, okay, because this was after she had lost a lot of blood due to an incident with glass. Uh, we're not going to go into that. You need to. You, you need, need to, to read that. You need to read that. I don't want to spoil that. Grace just almost dies a lot. <laughs> yeah, Grace almost dies too many times. So there's a lot of incidents, and there's so many too many for us to go over. But the chandelier one's important for the next part of the book. But um, he get, tells her to go sit down, and when she goes to sit down, she has to walk under this grand chandelier that's in this gothic giant room cafeteria. I think this is like an iron chandelier, yeah. too. Like, this is like the, the like, chandelier not, chandelier. I don't know why, but my brain imagined, like, the, not like 
a jeweled chandelier, but like the circle chandelier mm-hmm. that has all of the pieces on the sides and that's, then has like a cross in the center. That's exactly what I imagined, but like yeah. it's made out of like the heavy iron and yeah. the candles around it. That's what I pictured. Yep. I pictured that too. So that's the chandelier that just magically falls right when Grace is walking under it. And you know who comes and saves her? Jackson. Because <laughs> of course Jackson's there. Because again, too perfect. The banter, the friendliness, the caring, his the backstory. The Superman saves. The Superman saves? Like, what the heck? He's always there when she's hurt? Too good. I'm still still on that track. He's too good to be true. And I will say that to the end of time. Are you going to mention your theory? <laughs> I will later. Okay. <laughs> I think we'll mention that near the end. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about our theories. I'm have. not going to lie. I had this theory halfway through the book, though. And I was like. Yeah, you, you threw me for a loop with it. Oh, I told her. I was like, Jack. Jack cause it, was, it was something a median said. And it's so true. It's like, girls want this in a guy. They want them to be caring. They want them to be strong. They want them to be invested. They want them to be. And they're like, you know why you can't have that guy? Because he has a boyfriend. <laughs> and I was like, I love Jackson. But. I think he's bi. Yeah. And I don't think it's he's meant to be with you Grace. You got a gaydar go off there. Very quickly. And I think my brain was just like, he's too good. No straight man is this good. Because straight men only care about protecting and what is theirs most of the time. It's rare to find a unicorn. Unicorns are hard. Yeah. And even with those unicorns, those two things are still on the top. <laughs> over everything else. Yeah. Jackson had all of them. And I was like, Mm-mm. so my theory is that he's supposed to be with Flint, and that's why they have a tiff, because for me, they had more chemistry. Flint and um, Jackson yeah. have more chemistry than Grace and Jackson, because Grace and Jackson were too easy. Yeah, I guess we have been saying banter between them a lot. Yeah. This is not an enemies to lovers. No. Um, they Jackson tries to be her enemy at like the beginning, but he is too good. Yeah, he, he's too he good. cannot keep that facade up that he's this tough guy that doesn't care about anybody. No. Um, so their banter is it's friendly. more of like friendly sarcasm banter. I yeah, would it's say. cutesy. Back and forth. It's like your first crush, but not your first love. Yeah. And it's like the it's like the babe text. It's cute. It's fun. It's giddy. It's yeah. nice to read, but he's not the guy you marry. Yeah. And that was my theory, just because I was like, he he's too good to be true. And yeah. I still believe that. He was too good to be true in my mind, too. But honestly, I felt like something bad was... Like, she thinks they got he's together die. so quickly. I was like, this man's going to be killed off. She book. thinks Jackson's going to die in that book or in a future book. I think he's just going to end up with Flint. Although, I... I will say my opinion is changing as we continue reading things. You're leaning towards my side of the group? I'm more leaning towards your side of things right now. (laughs) I'm telling you, Jackson and Flint had chemistry. They're mad at each other. It's like the old love kind of situation. Like the the old married couple you see. It was the the friends to enemies to enemies to friends and then friends. Friends to something else? Question mark? Question mark? Yeah, we friends don't know to yet. enemies, enemies to enemies, enemies to lovers. Who knows? Maybe we'll, we'll find see. out one day. I could be totally wrong, and that's fine if I am. Um, 
But we get all these death situations, and lo and behold, Grace finds out about all of the paranormals. Mm-hmm. She finds out what Jackson is. Yeah. When they actually found out what Jackson was before. Oh, before the chandelier. Before the chandelier, because they found out at the glass scene when she got bit by a vampire. Yeah, well, yeah, she hit, yeah. Yeah, she knew at that point. <laughs> she knew at that point. She pulled the band-aid she off. She pulled the band-aid off, and then she had two bites, and, you know, one thing about, like I said, about this book is that they don't shy away from the tropes. There was no, no like, oh my gosh, I can't believe what could have done this to me. She knew what it was. Yeah, immediately. I, like any of us would. I would have known when I walked into a school of subcategoried groups, and one group was wearing all gothic black, and another group looked very athletic, and another group looked very hippie. I would have known immediately. Yeah. But she had to wait until someone bit her to figure it out. Yeah. It's okay, Grace. We forgive you because you you recovered well. <laughs> yeah, give it to the app. But that's when she found out that everyone was vampires, which is another point where they freaked out and was like, "Oh my god!" And then she found out Jackson was a vampire, and then she was like, "The Twilight books are really sweet." So mm-hmm. it was. It's just such a cozy read. It was. It's. It's. I, it's good. There's so much that happens in these books too. Yeah, like like I said, it's we read these books quickly as well. Like yeah, it is hard to remember. It's like when things happened and it's hard for me to not talk about because at this point when you guys are watching this i have already completed the second book and she's like 20 pages away from finishing i'm going on book three so i am like struggling to not bring in points for the second book right now oh yeah we're trying not to say anything Um, but because that will be um not next week's episode but the week after that we will be talking about book two but this overall series was just like the first book was so good mm-hmm. with all of the, the story, the plot, all of it was great. I felt like we got very dark very quickly at the end. Yeah, it starts out like this, like, you know, this cozy, nostalgic kind of feeling yeah. book, and it was nice and easy to School read. School related. It's a um, nice August read. Things get intense in the, like, I even, I think it texted you, you I was like, in the last hundred pages, and I was like, in all caps, things are intense. <laughs> So quickly. It happened out of it, the blue, too. It went from, like, zero to maybe, like, 25, and then, like, from 25 to, like, 1,000. Yeah, <laughs> the they end. were just, like, all of, everyone trying to kill you? Yeah, that's that's actually happening. Yeah. By the way, everyone wants you dead. Yeah. I, yeah. For what um, reasons? We didn't know, because <laughs> why would yeah, they want a random we, human dead? Yeah, we, I won't. I don't know, should we say anything about the last hundred pages? Because, like, things are... I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil either. Um, Things really hit the fan in the last hundred pages. I think this book, for me, is a five-star read, so I'm scared to spoil the ending. Yeah, I'm not going to... I'm not going to want... I don't want to spoil. I don't even want to talk about it on here. Yeah. (laughs) That's as much as I'm going to say about it. Read the book. This book's worth reading. The plot twist that comes at the end, I don't feel like spoiling for you guys, because no, I I I saw it coming, but also at the same time, like it was good enough and well written enough that like it still kept me on my toes. It's not it's not worth us spoiling, no. but just everything about the whole end was so intense and like oh my god, I'm just gonna use one word: the sacrifice thing. Yeah, there may Holy be sacrifices. Cow. <laughs> Holy cow! Like, huh. 
<laughs> the very end of the book, though, had me, like, my jaw dropping. I know! It was a complete... That was the real plot twist, I feel like, in the book. Because um, things aren't all that we think they are. Like, we feel like we have things figured out at the end, and Grace feels like she has things figured out, and then it's another, like, surprise. Oh. No, it's not. <laughs> there was my, my favorite line from that book that's in my card, but... I need to say this now before I forget because of what you just said. Things are not always how they're written. Is my favorite line in the book is history is always written by the winner. Oh, yeah. That line, I was like, holy crap, that's so true to today's life, too. Because American history or history classes in America, when they're written, we get America's perspective. But in England, in Japan, in China, they get the other perspective. They don't get taught our perspective. And that just leads into, like, what's the true history of what's happened in the past versus what we're being fed. And when Jackson said that line, I was just like, oh. Also, oh my gosh. Um, and so this this leads in a little bit more to the second book, that line of um, histories written by the winners. Um, we really touch into that theme, I feel like, a lot in the second oh, book. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. feel like we're about to, like, really get into it in the third book that we're about to read i'm so excited i there's a lot of truth that needs to be like discovered for us as the readers and for grace and i cannot wait to figure out what happens because i have been like have you ordered your next book i already i went and bought the third book so i have it i'm about to start it um it's okay i have as soon as i can so as soon as i'm able to i'll be starting the third i'll probably start the second tomorrow depending on how late i'm editing how late I can do other things. So we've talked about the coziness, the mm-hmm. augustness, the schoolness, the characters. Yes. As much of the story as we want to share, please go read it because we are not Tracy Wolf and we cannot do this book any justice over a podcast. We can talk about how much we love it though. Um, and then we have theme. Yeah. So when I was just touching on the yep. theme of history being written by the winners, um, there are so there are other over-encompassing themes in the book. Um, but you have them pulled up. Oh, yeah. The deeper them. themes we have are is friendship, which is a lot of friendship between a lot of the groups that they were there. Uh, back to the Mackie. Mackie? Mackie? I'm sorry if we're butchering this Yeah. Name, by oh, the way. Apologize. It's an offense. It's Jackson's friend, but he's my, like, our favorite he's character. He's one of the only characters that has, like, yeah. a hard to pronounce name in this book, too. That's also very true. He's the only one. I think. I think it's a... I want to say it's an ethnic name, though. I'm going to go with Mackie, but I don't know. He's amazing. I love him. Uh, very well-written group on The Order as well, because The Order's friend group was also very well-written for mm-hmm. everyone, and they're all very close. And then Identity was also another thing that it hit at, which yeah. is good. Which we, we find out more through Grace as she's, like, struggling to come through this new place and, like, finding her place in the world and finding her place in the world without her parents there. And, yeah. you know, she has, like, this whole come-to-truth come to moment when she realizes that um, uh, her parents knew more than they ever told her as well. Oh, yeah. And then also the complexities of love and all of the different facets and something that at the end end of the book. Yeah. Oof. I don't want to say it. We don't read the book. Read none of either Go read the book and talk to us about, about this. I want. Well, we're here for you. You DM Bibliomatis. We're DM back about this because yeah. well, we understand and want to talk to someone. But I just the, there's so many things to 
it's like Jackson and Grace. Oh my God, they're the they're the couple everyone wants to be in the the picture perfect. Mm-hmm. But the picture perfect in what I know to be true in my own life is never true. Yeah. Um. I I knew they were too good to be true from the beginning, and the fact that they get together in book one and things are going so well for them in book yeah. one. I I knew that they like something's gonna happen because there's like what six books in the series. Yep. Um, couples don't last that long in book series. They either no. get betrayed, they get broken up, one of them dies. <laughs> oh, there's too many options. I wish I wish I really really wish I could go back to 2020 and read this during the pandemic. Oh right, that would this would have been when the so books good to came read out. in the pandemic. Although I am really glad that now we get to read it and it's completed and we don't have to wait for anything. I know. I'm glad we don't have to wait the for anything. The newest book but... just released, so. Yes. I don't know if there's going to be Perfect another one. Timing. I thought it was the end. Is it? I think it's the end, but I don't know. Yeah. Also, talking about her um, her cleverness, and which I don't know if it remains true for the rest of the books, but we had talked about her cleverness in naming Crave. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. The fact that it's called Crave because it makes you crave more of Craving this universe. More. You want to read more. Yeah. Very I'm, instantly. I'm very excited to figure out with all of these because, like, the second book has already... It's crushed me. It's lived up to its name. <laughs> so, if Covet lives up to his name... I'm Although, gonna... I, think, I think it will, considering what we're about to go through in that book. I know. And then we have Port, and then we have Charm, and then we have Cherish, and I'm very excited for Cherish. Cherish but... sounds like a happy It sounds so, so happy! happy. <laughs> I'm not, I'm holding out hope that we have a happy ending. I really need a happy ending, I'm not going to lie. But we also get, just not a love story, but we also get a lot of self-discovery and personal growth that you were talking about. And not yeah. just with Grace, but with all the other characters and Jackson, as well. And, yeah, and the other characters. I think, I think this is, this is for me, and this is why it was such a five-star read, is that these characters, just like we have with Harry and Hermione and all of them, it's the same kind of friend group. You don't get just attached to Harry. You get no. attached to everybody. I, I am a little... Oh, I know. You can't say anything. Don't say that. Um, you get attached there is There is a... If you are fond of the found family trope, yeah. this is a good series. Like, it has that found family and that it's... Grace finds here. And you do, you instantly like get attached to her. Her little found family. It's... Like, each and every character. And I I dread to think of anything happening to any of them. I just want to... I'm going to be so sad when the series ends. There, this, this is a series that will leave a hole. Yep. I can feel it. Like, we're going to be in a slump after this. I'm going to be so, so sad. So if you guys got some recommendations <laughs> of things that feel like this series, we'll probably need it. Yeah, ASAP. As soon as possible. Because I'm going to be really, really sad when I'm done yeah. with it. But... I don't think we've said this, but we you guys have already seen it on TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube. And if you haven't, uh, our ratings for this book, for me, is five stars. I don't yeah. know what you rated it. I think I rated this a four. I think it was a four star for me. Which, in my rating system, means that I, I loved it and I would read it again. But I will say, like, I didn't want to rate it any higher because there's five more books to come for me and so like I want to be able to build on that and it already has the second book okay is even higher for me like the second book oh 
I think touched a place. In I think there for me, it, it, I'll be able to rate the books within the series differently than I would be able to like five star series. Uh huh. Like five star books. Yeah. Okay. Compared to like a random book over here. Okay. So if I'm like picking and looking over there and I'm looking over here and I'm like, okay, I don't really love The Shadow and Bone. It's like a three. Like Shadow and Bone. <laughs> Sorry. No, I there. agree. Shadow and yeah. Bone is a the little, sec- the second one's a little better. more boring. But Shadow you like that book? <laughs> the second one. <laughs> so many people call that book boring. They're Sorry, all we're on boring. a tangent. They're all boring. But it's Six of Crows is where it's at. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of this Six series of Crows specifically. Is where it's at. But like this series is like a three. Yeah. All together. Now, in, in, inside the series, like, Shadow and Bone's like a two. <laughs> and then you got, like, a three. And then, like, a three and a half. Maybe a three and a half, yeah. But you I don't get any bigger, so the whole series is a three. Now, that book series for me right now is I think that's a, how I was ranking them. A five-book series. But I will yeah. rank them inside of that series separately. Yeah. I so, can, like, I'll I have my favorite that. out of the six, but it's separate from the five stars. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah, because I, th- okay. I think that's how I was ranking it in my mind, because I was like, this is a four-star book, but I might be just ranking it in the sense of the others, because yeah. I don't, like I said, I don't want to rank it five stars yet. If the other ones are better. The other ones might be better. And so. that's fair. But my brain's just like, this book was so good that it's got me craving more. Yeah. Then it's a five-star read, because I'm not, I'm not, I haven't stopped thinking about Jackson and Grace. Okay. So I was gonna say a book in my opinion that's five stars is one that I obsess over and yeah. I cannot stop thinking about. So maybe it is a five star. See, book that's in the my thing. It, like, see now we have unicorns, which we talked about in the five our top five. Unicorns are rare. They're six star reads. Those are the reads that stay with you for the rest of your life, basically. Like you can't ever not think about them. That book right there. Yeah, <laughs> Court of Mist and Fury. <laughs> absolutely a six. You don't have it, but um. I would say another big unicorn book for me is Kingdom of Ash. Like, oh, oh I don't have Kingdom of Ash. She um, only has the book beginning one. It's rare to find a six star read though. Like they're hard to come by. Uh, I'm trying to think of another one that I have, but like they're rare. Yeah, they are. So we'll. I'm I'm excited to see if the series has like another book that blows me out of the water. I'm very excited. That level. But I think that's I think that's all we have for Craves. Do you have that anything else all, you want to add? That's all I have. All right. Um, so we have agreed. That's a wrap on Craves' discussion. Thank you all for tuning into Biblio Madness. Oh, where are we? <laughs> Lincoln's going to catch yeah. up here in a second. <laughs> yeah, um, join us Join us next time as we, um, you know, we're exploring another one of our captivating books. Um, we're really, really excited to talk with you guys about Crush in a couple weeks. Um, but stay tuned for next week because we have something a little different again. Yeah, we're going to do a little bit more discussions in between reading books because uh, doing a book podcast, you have to read a lot. And we also have other reads that we're doing. So we're yeah. trying to keep up. But we, we have also... our own endless TBRs. To yeah. get <laughs> we also want to discuss other things than just diving into a book. But I am so excited to go through Crave in the series for August. Not mm-hmm. all of August, but um, half of it at least. Yeah, it'll this our journey through these books will stretch into the next couple months, yep. I think. Probably. Um, it'll be split up so you guys don't get weighed down. Yeah. No, we don't want to just throw in the same books at you guys for the entire time, but I think this is a good move into October. But for me, October is going to be a lot of slashers and thrillers. 
and she is going to hate me for it. Sorry, I say that I hate you. I said I might have a newfound passion for thrillers after the That's book we good, read That's good, but recently. you've not read any slashers yet. No, I haven't read any slashers. And those I, are bloody. I don't have a problem with bloody. <laughs> That's the girl that's read this book over here that had heads being thrown at a I wall. I don't have a problem with people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for watching. It was great getting to talk to you guys. Please reach out and DM if you do read this book. I really, really highly suggest reading it for August in the fall. In the spooky season, it is going to be a fantastic read for the end of the year to hit it off right. Um, don't forget to follow, subscribe, hit us up on one of the social medias. I think that's everything we've got. Like, do you have anything else? Nope. We will see you guys next week. All right. See you next week on Monday at 10 a.m.